Can I go now? Are you giving all me you, the rose? Are you giving me all, the rose to start? All you, buddy. All right. Awesome. Well, welcome, everybody, to the uh, our this, attempt at doing a podcast. Have a name, right? You don't have a fucking name. You don't name have a name yet. yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk about a name sometime later. But my this name is Drew Baker. With me today are Corey Greaseband and JT Lopez, John Lopez. John I can, Lopez, yeah. How's it I going? I guess I can use your formal name. How are you doing, guys? This is all business right. after all. It's cold as shit. It's cold as. It's like seventy degrees in Athens, Georgia, right now, which is great for all the uh, Christmas like clothes I got and can't wear because it's basically summer here. Are you whining about that when it's like twenty? Yeah, kind of. I was actually talking about this. This has nothing to do with the Bachelor. We're off to a great start. Um, but I uh, that Nordstrom rack sale I sent y'all. I bought like some wintry clothes. And was like talking about how moving out of Florida was great for me fashion wise because I could finally wear things other than shorts and T-shirts every single uh, day of the week. And uh, yeah, it's it's been 70 degrees in the middle of December. So now why don't you not, rub it in? Now that it's fall, I could really start dressing. Right. All right. What well, were you uh, complaining about over there, John? It's like, what, 45 in New York? No, today was actually nice. It was like 65 yeah. today. I mean, so John I'm, and Corey clearly live far northern or far, far northern, far more north than I do. Um, there you go. Anyway, this is our attempt at a bachelor podcast. <laughs> uh, so Corey and I have been wanting to get a podcast off the ground for a while. And uh, we have these uh, nice ish microphones and wanted to do something with it. And Happy the bachelor, Steve, you know, we just thought that there needed to be more podcasts out there where, um, uh, straight single men talk about uh, The Bachelor because that's uh, there's not enough of representation out there. Um, should probably delete that anyway. Yeah, uh, I mean, pre- preface everything. We don't know anything about this show. We don't uh, know about this show, so yeah, it's, we're this uh, is, we're really starting blind here. Like, I mean, I, mean, I get the core concept. Sure. Yeah. So one episode. We'll, and we'll go through, we'll kind of explain it as we're uh, going along. But we all are familiar with people who uh, watch the show religiously. Um, one of my bestest dear friends is a uh, bachelor, bachelorette, uh, bachelor in paradise, super fan. Um, and she's been trying to get me to watch the show for years. And I told her I was probably going to watch the season this year, but not because of anything that had to do with her. But I think... Uh, <laughs> Corey and I kind of had similar reasons and JD as well uh, that we just kind of reached a critical mass of people who we follow on the internet who like and tweet about this show. Is that right? I think, yeah. I think that's accurate. I mean, I know the ringer got really into it the last few years and you know, if a mainstream Bill Simmons sports network is about it, I mean, why shouldn't we be as well? That's a bachelor party, the ringers podcast. And even, even Roger Sherman is a, live tweeting the bachelor uh one oh, of Corey's favorite twitter follows yeah you got to get on that did y'all not know that i did not oh, roger that. sherman has i've great, done no research for this at all yeah <laughs> ringer ringer roger sherman not uh cornerback roger sherman or richard sherman oh, um, wow i'm it's already having football knowledge there Corey, you go <laughs> Corey had the concussion and i can't even remember roger versus richard um alleged concussion or alleged richard rogers concussion. But yeah, Roger Sherman, great Twitter follow for uh, all things uh, weird sports in The Bachelor. But uh, yeah, we decided to throw uh, this chat together. Uh, we have a couple friends that we're hoping to have on the pod at some point this year. Um, but other than that, this is kind of be for uh, for ourselves and uh, friends as we get it off the ground and kind of experience our first season of The Bachelor in real time. 
I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fun. Um, I know uh, we've got a lot of ads for it because we're all college football fiends and ESPN cross promotes like there's no tomorrow. So we figure, we figure <laughs> that why the plan? not? Is that the, yeah. Was that the business plan? <laughs> the second we can all sell out, that's gonna be the dream come true. The cross promote. I'll sell my soul to Disney. Let's do it. We're going to have to create a Gmail. <laughs> Once we figure out a name, we're going to have to create a Gmail where people can send us ad buys. I like that. This one is currently sponsored by no one. Shout out yeah. to Yeah. I think it's as long as it's just for us and friends, we could start with $1 Venmos uh, for shout outs on the pods. Um, we do, so. a, do a John will set up an OnlyFans account and we'll be great. Oh, that's true. I, you mean a second OnlyFans account, right? <laughs> of course. That would be for the pod where you're not wearing a shirt underneath <laughs> the uh, Nautica bathrobe that you're currently wearing. Beautiful. <laughs> Over the Pizza Rats shirt, too, just oozing sexuality. We're making a lot of visual jokes for what is a strictly uh, <laughs> strictly audio medium. Um, this Love makes it. for great, great radio. All right. All right. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and kick off. And uh, we got the run of show right here. So uh, we're going to just uh, spend the bulk of this talking about our general impressions of the show. Uh, we've got uh, some more gimmicky stuff later, and then uh, we're just going to have fun with it. But uh, all right, let's uh, start off and say uh, what we all think of this year's Bachelor. So this is Bachelor Pete. Uh, from uh, what uh, Kylie, my friend, has told me, Bachelor Pete was the second runner-up, third overall on last year's season of The Bachelorette. Uh, but we don't know anything about that because we didn't watch last year. Uh, Pete is a pilot, as was uh, mentioned, no less than, I, by my count, at least 7,000 times. in the. I actually, I didn't episode. catch that. I didn't, he's a pilot? He is a pilot. Uh, I, I Yeah. Not only is he a pilot, but he is someone who uh, gives his uh, plane a hose bath while shirtless. Um, I'm told that is uh, standard in uh, in the. <laughs> I mean, said it makes sense. That's how you want to do it with jeans on too. Yeah, that's straight Top Gun vibes. Oh my God! Yeah, and Pete's the Pete's the Maverick, right? Or is Top Pete's- Gun like the only movie about like planes that they could like riff off of when they do shit like this? Well, that's a good question. I, by my account, there were no like snakes on a plane jokes or like soul plane uh, movie, soul plane, Independence <laughs> Day, anything else that involved like plane or flying to any degree. But there were about a bajillion uh, Top Gun references in uh, this episode. But uh, fellas, why don't you give me uh, y'all's initial um, uh, uh, initial uh, what's the impressions? That's there the word. Go. Uh, uh, so pers- good here. Personally, yeah, visual impressions of Bachelor Pete. Yeah, I mean, one obviously very attractive guy. Um, I think the whoa <laughs> is that ambiance in New York City over there? No, that must be you guys. It can't be me. <laughs> um, I live in a I live in a cottage in Maine, <laughs> not Bushwick. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, I think he needs the stubble or else he'd probably drop down a little bit. And I hate saying that because as someone who enjoys a decent stubble and most people look better, Drew for one of those people. Uh, but I think uh, yeah, he might need two. Very, very nice guy. I think, I mean, he seems like a really genuine person. Outside of that, if I can be a little petty, he might be a little boring. Yeah, that's what that's what I was going to say. I, he's cool. He's nice. I, I could probably talk to him for like two minutes. But then he'd like run out of subjects that aren't like plane related, and then we just couldn't talk anymore. 
I think it's interesting what y'all say about the like how interesting of a person he is because I think you know this was an episode very much dominated by introducing as many women as humanly possible in three hours of television and we'll get to those women in a minute but there wasn't a lot of opportunity to kind of like get batch or bachelor pete as a personality other than what was kind of like repeatedly told to us rather than shown to us um we we got a lot of references that he's really big on family um that he's got uh, yeah he's cuban. He, that he's cuban uh <laughs> i know jd you had thoughts on that um i i really do like the we want to color in his character a little bit uh but i really i don't buy the whole cuban heritage thing i think he is cuban like he definitely is cuban but like this whole uh you know i speak spanish at, at home and we're listening to like this public domain latin music that they superimposed over the scene and like i don't know i didn't buy it when he's like reciting that long long ex- uh, spanish expression with his mom at the same time they're like both saying it very slowly. They read like, off like an entire poem to each other from memory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We both know the poem, right? Of course. But this is something that. I, so when I told Kylie that I was going to get into the show, she said that I needed to watch all of Hannah's season of The Bachelorette, and that right. this season was just going to be. And and I can kind of see that that it seems like this season is almost banking on everyone have watching last the last season of the bachelorette already and like knowing him as a character and also knowing some of the other references in the show that we'll get to but i think in terms of what we were shown of him it, I, I think there's still a lot to be figured out and as again as people who have never watched the bachelor before i don't know if we're ever going to learn more about him other than he's a pilot and he had sex in the windmill uh a couple How times, times? Yeah. was it one exactly i four. believe it was exactly oh, four it was times. four it not was one four. not two not three but four times i believe I think it, when it, it gets uh, to like four times they just like the it just gets kind of weird to count it like where are you counting as like it's just one night right you know but it, i think <laughs> All, all of this to say that we're we're gonna have to learn more about Pete uh, for our, I think us to be in on his character. Right? I mean, I think we're invested uh, by. I do like him though. I do like yeah, watching. He seems like show. a good guy. Like maybe he caught a bad break in the last season. Like I said, I don't know, but you know what? If he seems like a good guy, I mean, he's got a whole horde of women to choose from. So I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe that's not the best way to describe it. But like he's he's got a, he's, a vice he's got, grip of women. Right. <laughs> a, a, a gaggle, uh, if you will, um, which I guess will be as good of a transition uh, as any. Uh, and uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and start talking about the women on the show. So I believe um, I want to say there are 30 women on the show. I'm sure yeah, someone not anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, not anymore and we'll get to that. But there's uh, there's 30 women on the show at the start and they're all kind of they're introduced in that. uh procession if you will of all of them uh coming out and giving their own introduction um so y'all y'all watched the episode more recently than i did am i remembering right where there were a bunch of women in the beginning that were all in the same limo and then a bunch of them came out individually or yeah, was that happened limo? a couple times yeah. i thought that was kind of bullshit and really unfair to some of them it was like, hey, we're going to put five or six in one nice limo, and then some person's walking up in giant stilettos in a paper airplane. So I don't understand why they get special treatment. I think I don't think they get special treatment. I think they like literally help you do whatever like intro they asked to do. So if you didn't come up with like a crazy intro, 
Like, the lady had to bring a cow, so she obviously can't go in the limo, you know? I mean, someone also came in a suitcase, so... support cow. <laughs> like, <laughs> why get in a suitcase? I don't know. I would have freaked me out, but... You flight know attendant what? thing. Wasn't there, like, three flight attendants? And they were was, like... so mad. They were so mad. They were like, uh, yeah, I thought I was the only flight attendant. I had this connection. Joke's on you. We got two more. <laughs> God damn it. Um, who could have ever foreseen them doubling down on the fact that uh, Pilot Pete is a pilot and having uh, multiple people in the uh, air service industry uh, be, a, be a part of the show? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, to me, it kind of like stuck out as um, it, the the meme that it's like a. Like, oh, I wonder which character is the main character, and it's a bunch of people in an auditorium, and they're all, like, brown-haired random dudes, and then there's just one guy, like, wearing, like, fully drawn, like, clothes and, like, purple hair, and, like, oh, I wonder which one is the person, because it's, like, if you're just stepping out of the limo, and you're just going to be the person to, like, kiss Pete on the lips for, like, the 12th time in a row, then you're probably going to get forgotten about pretty quickly uh, compared to the uh, the woman who brought a literal uh, heifer into... Uh, to meet to meet our man i mean there was a lot of kissing going on someone's there gonna get a lot mono in there someone's gonna get mono I thought in that this house. was a family show i yeah. you and me both buddy i mean yeah. i didn't realize i was gonna be seeing so much pg-13 material when i signed up to uh i mean what people get mono from drinking out of water fountains in middle school and these people are just like playing tonsil hockey the entire episode of a, a end game level of length of an episode and they're not gonna get, and they're not gonna get mono Mm-mm. so who are y'all standouts who uh who, yeah. who caught y'all's first impressions i really liked uh that victoria girl from virginia beach um one effort now there's effort. more than one victoria there's so victoria f right the, the brunette. Victoria P is the blonde. Victoria yeah, yeah. F. Victoria F. I liked Victoria F. Um, I thought she was really genuine. Um, and her whole thing was like, I'm trying to stand out, but I'm not very good at it. I'm awkward girl next door kind of vibe. Um, I thought I want to see more out of her. I think she was she was fun. Uh, I, I would like to personally see, you know, get her more, maybe more confessionals or, you know, get to know her better. Um, so that's, that was someone that stood out to me. I, yeah. I believe this is a quote from Victoria F. I have a very dry sense of humor, uh, but that's not the only, or, but that's about the only thing that is dry right now. JD, your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely quirky, I guess. She couldn't even know. get it out if I if I if I recall correctly. She, she was I just real, like to imagine she just meant like it definitely seemed like a joke that the producer from head to toe. Her. She just stepped out of a pool and, and yeah. made her way into the house. Completely drenched. <laughs> Get her a JD, towel. did you have any uh, standouts? Um, Victoria F. stood out to, to me as well. I liked her. Um, like Corey said, just kind of like a, an authentic vibe. I don't think uh, she wants to win, but she doesn't want to like fucking ruin her entire reputation trying to win. Like some people are willing to do, it seems. Uh, and then and I think we got to talk about uh, we got to talk about Hannah Ann. For sure, we gotta well, talk about Hannah Ann. So this is a uh, so the, Hannah uh, Ann. Hide elephant in the room. Yeah, who who <laughs> wants to explain Hannah Ann uh, before I do? Because it'll it'll definitely be a different slant if I explain uh, my my thoughts and feelings on Hannah Ann versus I Corey's, believe Corey's more neutral, right? Maybe yeah, I guess Corey does land somewhere between us. So Corey, you try to explain Hannah Ann, and uh, JD and I will litigate her. 
Uh, well, uh, first knock against Hannah Ann. She's from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, oh, so. Oh. Uh, she from Knoxville or Nashville? She said she was from Knoxville, Tennessee. First off, she's a model in Knoxville, Tennessee. So, I mean, good, good, good on her. Uh, Go Vols. But, uh, I mean, yeah. So, one, she's, in my opinion, the most attractive girl in the house. Uh, Which, you know, good on her. She looks great. Um, I think I maybe lean more towards Drew, where she's someone that's really come to want to win this, and she doesn't want to let people pass her by. What she, she did the whole "Can I steal him for a second? Like what three different times? I believe uh, she it. stole officially twice or three times. Yeah, somewhere around that. And um, you know what? She's here to play. She's here to play. If she rubs someone the wrong way, all right. Well then. You know, get it going, you know, like if you want to win this competition or you want to get to know somebody that I mean, what's the end goal here? You want a ring on your finger. You, I mean, I don't think there's a monetary win like winnings here. Right. So, you know, uh, if that's opportunities, her, I guess I think there's direct like financial implications of winning um, or at least going far. Um, right. For either. Not, yeah. It's yeah, not like I don't, a survivor I, where you get a million no, bucks. There's not like a million dollar right. cash prize awaiting at the end, uh, to our knowledge, at least. Um, right. Maybe but just like some sponsorship deals, but definitely. you know what? I yeah. like her vibe. I, I mean, I, she's powerful. Like, I mean, she takes what she wants. I mean, I like that personally. I don't know. What about you guys? I mean, I know Drew's that way. Drew likes that kind of thing, but you know what? I think if, in my opinion, best looking one on the show so far, uh, and she's either going to, you're either a lover, you're going to hate her. So I think it's divisive <laughs> enough that I think I, I'm in, I'm in Camp Hannah Ann right now. She's not my favorite, but I'm in Camp Hannah Ann. You know, Corey, he brings up good points. And I got to say, like, my argument isn't based on too much logic. But (laughs) she she just strikes me as, like, evil. (laughs) Like, I feel like she is very nice. She seems very nice. But, like, like, I feel like she's the type of person who's, like, super nice to you but could actually just fucking snap. And just like let loose and just say the most mean foul shit. I don't know. I think maybe she just reminds me of some people I know or something like that. But she just rubs me the wrong way. But she's got those crazy eyes. And that's why I think you bring up a good point. Because I I, I definitely think the show is gearing her to be the villain of the season. Like I I think on that alone she will be in this quite far. Um, and, And I'm not familiar with the meta aspect of um Bachelor and Bachelorette as far as like do the people who get like the most airtime in the early episodes, is that an automatic implication that they go far in the season? Um, and, and I guess to that point, it is worth mentioning at this point that there are spoilers for the show already available. Like I believe you can find like, if not who has won, like who has gone to different parts. Uh, we're going to go and say now that this is going to be a non-spoiler podcast. Yeah. We're just going to, you guys even read the spoilers. No, I'm not familiar no. with the spoilers at all. I don't, I don't feel like taking the time to look up something that I want to experience for myself. Uh, I, exactly. say, I agree. I agree. For some of the memes that I pulled for y'all, I mean, there, there are definitely ones on that the the Bachelor subreddit that are spoiler tagged. I've been avoiding all of those um, and, and just sending y'all the ones that are live reactions, uh, particularly the uh, the cat meme uh, that. Point very good uh, of the uh, woman pointing angrily at the cat, but replaced with uh, Hannah Ann's uh, uh, smile that could uh, sail a thousand ships. If I'm uh, if I'm putting it uh, that was beautiful, putting it mildly. Uh, yeah, thanks, Helen of Troy. Um, but uh, Troy uh, in response to uh, Shean, she um, she really did have the crazy eyes in that meme, and I could definitely see where JD was coming from. Um, I'm telling but, you guys, like it's not a logical thing. It's just like a visceral reaction. 
But I think that's fair because something that was read, something that was sent to me was that Hannah Ann kind of poses herself as someone who's going to be essentially, and I think what was some of my initial reactions to her, someone that's like immediately seen by men as like, oh my God, like that's that's the woman, like the the go-getter and someone that's like supermodel hot and like does these like cutesy like Instagram model influencer kind of thing and you just see like how is that not like the perfect person but i i I think it's someone that like very much is a um a a male gaze kind of candidate because what i've gotten from all my female friends who watch the show is they all hate hannah ann Um, (laughs) i don't think any single one of them like hannah ann because they all know a woman like hannah ann and they hate that person in real life I'm on the right side of history. It does seem like you're on the right side of history and that, um, but I I think this gets to it and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll kind of lock this down and uh, clarify this. But I I think as far as two people that I'm looking out for on the show, Hannah Ann being one of them, I think Hannah Ann to me seems much more like someone I am from this point on genuinely interested in as a competitor for the show. Um, And, I probably not the human being <laughs> that uh, you would you would want to spend the rest of your life with. Um, but she does have some mad Peyton poor skills, uh, as uh, seen by her Smoky Mountains uh, portrait. Um, that if you believe Twitter may or may not have been hers. One hundred percent wasn't. I mean, yeah. that's not I'm, fair. I'm I guess not she could go paint, that. You know what? What else yeah. are you going to do in Knoxville, Tennessee? Uh, I'm not sure. Moonshine. I, mean, I don't. I don't know. Um, uh, so, I mean, I'll, I'm going to move on to someone else that I, you know, I, I'm not going to say liked. I'm, I'm definitely going to not say disliked, but just was intrigued by. Uh, and that's our girl, Mike Kenna, or McKenna, or whatever <laughs> her name is. Uh, I, I There's a good, like, 90% chance she pulls a knife on someone in this season because she crazy. Like, absolute psycho. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but here's my thing about it. She's crazy, but she, like, shows it. Like, she's very upfront. Front. <laughs> she like lets you first... know she's insane yeah anna ann tries to hide it she acts like a normal person she's like a you know she's a wolf in sheep's clothing so it so does that make hannah more dangerous in your opinion yes 100 percent. absolutely i mean like she was she's what first off i think her what mckenna's what 22 this she guy's what 22 fashion blog fashion blogger blah from langley british columbia Right. Okay. She's also so Canadian. So. She's throwing the Canadian stereotype completely out the window right now. Yes. She doesn't seem like a very nice, like. I gotta respect know, it though. Respect it all you want. She's going to pull a knife on Kelly. So was it's McKenna the one? I hope it's Kelly. I hope was, it's Kelly. <laughs> was McKenna the one who said, "I want to marry someone like my dad," or was that that was Madison? That was Hannah no, that was or, that was, no, that was Hannah Annan. That was Madison. They're all Madison. the same. Uh, you're right, Madison. It was Madison. Madison um, was the basketball player from Alabama. She's the one that got. We're gonna spend a good amount of time on Madison. We are um, gonna spend a good amount of time on Madison. So we'll are we? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I wanna no, JD. I wanna hear your thoughts on Kelly because I did I did bring her up and you you were. <laughs> I think I think Kelly. She so she for context. If anyone didn't remember, she's the one who had met Peter before the show started. Um, they met they like in happened a hotel to lobby. Each other. No, yes. they they did more than meet. I'm I'm convinced of that. Officially, they met in a hotel lobby. Yeah, they smoked. Yeah, before before she was even going to be on the show, and then Correct. she ended up on the show. Um, she's like an early favorite, and I I think she was like, she could have went all the way with this thing, but she's taking a terrible strategy, of like, 
you're clearly a favorite. You don't need to be making enemies with people, you know? Like, everyone else is going to team up against her at a certain point because she's, like, stealing from, like, multiple people. She cheated on the track, didn't apologize. She's, oh. she's just becoming a villain unnecessarily. She so, could have been the hero. So I had not looked this up before right now, but do you want to hear some betting line odds on some of these people? Oh, I would love yes, to hear please. that. Okay. Please. Uh, currently, f- odds on favorite to win is Hannah Ann with eight to one odds. Uh, then we got Sucker. Madison at ten to one, Victoria P at twelve to one, Kelly at fifteen to one, and then I'm just gonna jump around to some uh some of our favorites. Um, we got Victoria F at twenty two to one, McKenna at twenty two to one, and is there anyone else y'all want me to look up? I think those are the those are the heavy hitters. Was Victoria P the one that yacked after going on the? Uh, yeah, I believe thing? so. Okay. Yeah, and she was in the she was in the first group date. Um, Can I say something about that too? Yeah, she's like, so she gets in the gyroscope, she pukes. Peter goes and checks on. He's like, "Hey, are you okay?" And then later on, she's like, "It meant so much to me that you would check <laughs> on me." Like he's the one who put you in the fucking thing in the first place. What are you Hardcore sophomore junior year formal vibes <laughs> from Peter saying it meant so much to me that you took that uh took that vomiting like a champ in front of all, all those other women. Oh my god, that was so fucked up. It's a pure puke and rally situation. She did a good job after that. So yeah, you got. So do we want to do we want to talk about uh? I feel like. Madison was at the end of the episode, so we should talk about her later. Yeah, I, I think we're save uh, save Madison, but um, I think uh, continuing to talk about the uh, I, I guess those are referred to as group dates, um, but on, on the airfield when we uh, first saw um, Peter shirtlessly in his jeans uh, washing down a uh, a biplane. Um, it's, I wanted it's to imp- see him Winnie the Pooh instead. <laughs> No bottoms, didn't, just didn't sure. we all? Didn't we all, John? Um, <laughs> Do they ever explain what kind of pilot he is? Is he a recreational pilot? He, Does he fly airplane. for like Southwest? He is yes, a commercial airplane. pilot. I believe he is a pilot for Delta officially. Oh, great, love Delta. He's actually, a yeah. drone pilot. Delta will not be sponsoring this podcast anytime soon. With the amount no, of beef they, I have with them, they absolutely will not. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the I guess the the group date is a scenario which we will become more familiar with but is when uh several women all at once continue to vie for pete's affection um i i think talking about some of the things that stood out uh in that group date um the the group date was also when we learned that uh, hannah ann is the only person who knows how many feet are in a mile um yeah to me that's another that's another check in the uh, or another tally in the Hannah Ann box. Um, Hannah Ann also, I believe, bodied another woman um, as she had done before um, to say um, that uh, that she was going to be right next to uh, Pete uh, sitting on the um, in those little uh, school chairs. Yeah. Like I said, if she wants it, she's going to take it. I'm, I'm for it, man. It's fucked be the, up, man. Be the villain. Be the villain. Every good story needs a villain. There's a lot of villain. I mean, not a lot of villains, but yeah, there's a couple people I think we're gonna end up rooting against uh, for if sure. She's, if she's gonna go heel, go full heel. I don't care. See, I think Helly's. Be- uh, sorry, Kelly is becoming the heel, but like unnecessarily. Yeah, she's uh like she could have rode that hotel we met before thing for like at least to like the final like final four 
Right. She's really like shoving I mean, it down their throats. For right the now. odds, she's in the top four. Uh, she's tied with Sydney with 15 to one odds. I got to be honest, I have no idea who Sydney is. Keep an I eye don't on that know one. who Sydney was either. Yeah, that's someone to keep an eye out. I don't know if these are. I would imagine these would be influenced by uh, potential uh, spoilers, but I think the spoilers are up until like through like a certain point of taping in the show, and then the like the final rose ceremony or something is live. I don't know. We'll figure that yeah. out when we get there. Um, I'm trying to so, cheat. Yeah, I can pull up. But... I th- I think I think talking oh, about that situation with Kelly um, with the bicycle, was it? Is, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about worth her. Uh, bringing up. Yeah, the cheating. I have it in here oh, as, uh, Kelly cutting up the line like she was Derrick Henry. Uh, so speaking <laughs> to the specific instance, uh, the, the final part of the group date was an obstacle course to be able to have a uh, sunset uh, airline tour uh, with Pete. And uh, they they all went through an obstacle course, and the final element of the obstacle course were to do these like tricycles, uh, souped up to be like planes. And um, Kelly was going up against. Do y'all remember who she was going up against? I only have um, Tammy. 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 Uh, so like it, Tammy. It, Kelly and Tammy are in the the final heat, and uh, the Tammy is following the cones of the obstacle course, and Kelly just goes straight down the line. Kelly just, just screams, "Roll tide!" I'm lead footing it to the finish. Kelly, line. Kelly made that one cut, and then she was north south, like Frank Stop Gore. Gut. Frank Gore in his prime, like just straight up the alley, and uh, led to some drama. Um, and whether or not that was a uh, fair play, um, Tammy had some uh, choice words for Kelly afterwards, I believe, saying afterwards, that afterwards, like four hours later at yeah, the cocktail party, are you kidding me? Get I over believe it. Kelly, but that that was relatively maybe like a halfway into the actual episode, maybe a little closer to two thirds, but then spit the entire rest of the episode. Uh, <laughs> Potentially uh, relitigating and uh, debating the uh, fairness of whether or not um, cutting uh, around the obstacle course is uh, is a good sportsmanship. Definitely uh, cheating. You know, I, I, right. I mean, okay, you can like say, okay, I don't like the way you did it, but to perseverate on it and then cry about it for like two hours, I mean, come on. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think anyone came out on top because Kelly cheated. She won. But then she looked like an asshole for cheating, and then the other girl just looks like a crybaby sore loser, and it's it's not a good look for anybody. So I mean, I'm not on Kelly's side though for sure. Like I mean, if you if you're Tam- it was Tammy, right? If you got to think yeah. of Tammy's situation, you don't know anybody in this house for more than a day, and mm-hmm. these are your first impressions on these people, and you're gonna sit there bawling because someone cheated a little bit, right? To, to well, go on thing. a plane trip, someone had to call her out. But whoever called her out was like just gonna have to hold that L of being the whistleblower, you know? Right. It's just it's unbelievable. Like you, there was a lot of crying, man. It was just insane. a lot of it. <laughs> a lot yeah. Of See, I'm not I'm not too into the crying. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm I'm told it only gets worse. Um, it's I mean so. it's starting a narrative, right? You got to have a narrative and we're, tears. We're gonna have to add a segment to uh, our best tears of the week. Um, but um. Oh, I, I think we're uh, we're a decent mount into recording this pod, and uh, we haven't talked about Hannah Brown yet, uh, to to my I, knowledge. I uh, don't other than like her referencing at all. to her season. <laughs> so, 
So Corey says uh, he doesn't like her. I see JD kind of like straining uh, under. Let me gather under, my thoughts here. Under the weight of what he's about to say next. So while they're uh, they're formulating their opinions, uh, so Hannah Brown was last season's Bachelorette, and uh, from what we were able to gather in the show, supplemented with a little bit of uh, uh, research and uh, friends uh, telling me about the show. So Hannah Brown, um, essentially. Uh, Pete was the number three, uh, which, as is explained to me, the number three is often the number two, and that the Bachelorette will send the, their second choice home to uh, make the final choice easier, and that the final choice <laughs> will often between their one and third. That so, is so uh, clownish. That's so that, ridiculous. So, so that's another thing for y'all to choose on. But. No. Um, so there's probably a thousand think pieces out there or like uh, articles about it. But essentially, Pete was sent home before the final rose. Going into the final rose, um, Hannah, with the two guys that were left, I'm told one of the guys was very prudish and essentially t- like gave Hannah an ultimatum that like if Hannah like wasn't a virgin or like had like it out with or like done the fantasy suite which the fantasy suite is like the final round and that has like very much like implications of um the, the people hooking up um, the windmill strong strong, strong hookup overtones in that's the fantasy that, that was the windmill times four Drew, i believe Drew that was bordering on problematic i know i'm trying to watch my mouth here he's <laughs> got jaw dropping like <laughs> four F bombs already. Um, but, uh, so Hannah basically, Hannah snapped on this dude said, well, like that's not going to work. And like, by the way, Pete and I, like we, we banged in the windmill and, Oh, we did it. Not one, not two, not three, but four times. And the guy's like, well, I'm out. And then something happened. And the guy's like, I'm you son of a bitch. I'm back in. Um, and like basically led up to this whole thing. Hannah chooses not that guy, but the other guy as like her final rose comes out that the guy she chose had been. And he had like said this in the show that he was like in like a small thing with someone before getting on the show. This girl comes out. <laughs> The a girl, small little thing. Yeah, the small little thing uh, provides several receipts that it was very much a uh, big thing. Um, <laughs> so Hannah like dumps the guy uh, after the final rose, and then asks um, the other, the I believe the prude dude, out on live TV <laughs> instead of Pete, and then the they date dude. for a little bit and break up. Um, so that was a, a, a very much a botched rundown. I'm sure I infuriated uh, half our um, audience. Um, oh, you mean my mom? So, so yeah, two two people. Corey's, Corey's mom and uh, our yeah our friends who actually watch the show. Um, but all, all that to say, our exposure to Hannah Brown in this episode is her appearing at near the beginning of the episode uh, to return Pete his pilot wings um, that she, he had given to. Uh, Hannah uh, this past season um, and say give these to uh, the woman that you choose to spend the rest of your life with Um, 
which I don't know about y'all, but I've just received several of those same pilot wings for like every Delta flight I was on as a child because I believe yeah, they were like, yeah. free swag back then. Um, yeah. But very sentimental. Sounds apparently. like you guys start giving them out on dates. I guess I don't know. I don't know what the higher ed equivalent of these that wings, would be. baby. Like, yeah, like hey, here's oh, uh, definitely a master's degree in higher education. Here's a free slice of pizza that I give out to all my students. Give this to the person that you'll spend the rest of your days with. Um, also, it's not free. Please Venmo me. Yeah. Did you pay your student activity fees? Um, but uh, yeah, and then we, so we see Hannah there, and then Hannah appears for uh, group date number two at the end, uh, informing all the women that they will be um, burying uh, their um, deepest, darkest uh, sexual stories to each other. Um, as it doesn't Hannah have to be their story. deepest, darkest, right? I don't think that it be- was just like embarrassing, right? Or just like their. She just said, "Tell a story." I feel like. Yeah. Um, and then we spent literally the last, I believe, like twenty minutes of the uh, episode uh, with uh, Hannah's uh, mascara running uh, in Pete's arms, and uh, what was very hard dialogue to follow for someone who did not watch the previous season. Yeah. Um, so I I've think- talked for about uh, five to eight minutes now. So uh, guys, what the uh, <laughs> What's y'all's opinions of uh, Hannah Brown? Look, I mean, personally, if because I didn't watch her last season, so therefore I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't care what her story is, but like for the context of this season, I don't care what her story is. <laughs> like, you know, okay, you had your chance, you picked you picked the wrong guy. Okay, so don't come in the house and ruin it for thirty other people that are trying to win a show here. Not even win a show, win love or whatever the hell they want to call it. Yeah. she kind of seemed like she was being an attention seeker and i didn't like that i feel like i had the same reaction that like all the other contestants had or just like why is she here like what do you have to gain like you're really just fucking it up for like every other contestant and then uh i mean why she she kept bringing up the windmill sex thing like, that's it, not fair I, there i guess there was a quota or something that they had to meet and you know, you, if you don't make enough references, um, the the show bursts into flames and it can't go on. I, I um, think it's kind of like going off of what, what happened was, I mean, this kind of seems not like Pete's season. It kind of now seems like it's a spinoff of Hannah's season. And oh shit. you know what? The Give Bachelor Cinematic season. Universe. It's honestly, it's like, you know, how like all these shows have a thing and then like, you know, you take one character and you make a whole new show out of it. Right. Yeah. But Young like, Sheldon. It, right. Mm. But <laughs> it, it feels like, OK, we're just going to spin off Hannah's season with a guy and these other people don't matter. And we have a whole group of people that are competing to win this show and win his love. And we're spending half of the episode on her. Come on. And I imagine there's a decent amount of truth to that um, in that this almost feels like Hannah part two um, because I, I, I do believe that the contestants uh, particularly sign media contracts with ABC or uh, whatever the production company for the show is. So I'm sure for her, this is a continuation of, of what she's already been in. But um, I, I do think it's interesting because uh, when I, we're putting the show notes together and just trying to, trying to learn more about it to it have some, Co- cohesion <laughs> to uh, uh to hosting the show uh there was a lot of like think pieces about like oh is hannah gonna be, like join the cast but now seeing these 
betting odds and i don't know if these betting odds are open before the season if they like change uh with the episodes um they seem like they're only dated a week back um to the premiere but uh right. hannah's not on here um so i i don't know if that means uh how much more we expect to see from her um but i definitely think that's in my uh, uh what to watch for um moving right. forward that was um, that was the wild shit i wanted to happen where He's like, hey, I don't want to just like take you back, but you can become a contestant, the 31st contestant on the show and just move into the house and try. Well, she would be like the 21st contestant, right? I don't know how many people got chopped from that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, true, round, true. We've already had cuts. Um, we can have a <laughs> an in-memoriam section. Uh, <laughs> in <laughs> just, the arms of an angel. Just That's technically a cover, right? We can't get copyright struck for that. No, I'm gonna put that in. I'm gonna put that in the things for moving forward. Is that we're gonna have, Jay, we're gonna have John screaming in the arms of the angel while I just read off the person that we lost from the previous week. Yeah, uh, I don't. Well, I don't brand how legal that is. Yeah, I don't have it ready for me this time. Um, all right, you fellas, ready for the fantasy suite? I, I still. Hold on. What's you got more to say? <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I, my phone went off. Knock. Talk your I, stuff, dude. I apologize. Um, Corey's <laughs> shuffling through a stack of oh, notes. The fantasy. I did have my stack of notes. I'm sorry. Um, are we going to talk about that really awkward um, one-on-one date with the family vows thing? Because that was super weird. Yes, we are. At the part. Okay. That's Madison. We're gonna move, yeah, we're going to move into the fantasy suite. Um, sorry. So the fantasy suite is going to be our uh, our weekly segment where, uh, as I explained with the fantasy suite earlier, we're going to take a, a fantasy term that's more familiar to us, and uh, we're just going to create a hypothetical scenario um, in which uh, we place ourselves uh, within the universe of the show. So this week's subject of the fantasy suite is Madison. So Madison is the Auburn former Auburn basketball player uh, from. Did she played at Auburn. She did play at Auburn. She is did play at Auburn. Did she? Did I have I that wrong? I thought she just kind of went there. I thought she was just from Auburn. She might just be. <laughs> didn't even go to the school. Hey, if she wins, we're going to go to her house and roll toilet paper onto it. So here's the thing. I have Madison. I think you might be right. This is shaking my world. Um, but it does explain further because Madison won four state titles playing under her father at Lee Scott, which is – a i believe private school in auburn alabama um and uh so i'm guessing this is like some kind of like private private school because the year discrepancies between her titles is uh quite large because it's 2009 2011 2012 2013 and then they were runner-ups in 2014 uh so that is a six-year span so i imagine there is a junior varsity component that goes into middle school. Um, but she was a three-time All-State honoree, making the ASWA AISA All-State first team as a senior and junior while earning honorable mention during her sophomore season. This is too much, bro. All that really, all you just said, she can ball. She can ball. She, oops. She can ball. So this week's Uh-oh. fantasy suite, fellas, could you score on Madison in a game of one-on-one? Oh fuck! That's what you meant with that note. That's, yeah. I'm way more comfortable talking about this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous about this. I was gonna have to ask so, us to. So I wanna, I, for those of you at home, I want to read what it is in the show notes, and I'm gonna say this week 
could any of us score on Madison? So, uh, so John well, is thinking, a, little, it, a little blue John, for Drew. I, I, I was <laughs> a much, uh, more direct angle, but no, I did, I uh, did mean, do any of us, are any of us able to score? Um, and we get, we can talk about game. the rules. Uh, my opinion was, uh, shoot for possession and then you play for a play to 11. Uh, but could we, could we get one up on, uh, on Madison? We did three on one, maybe. Did three <sighs> on one? Is all three I of us, mean, you think we would score? I mean, yeah, someone's got to be open. Um, I mean, uh, I'm bad at basketball. Drew, I've seen you play basketball. You're not, not too good. good. No. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not very good. No. I mean. I'm, uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I, could, I could get one. I'll draw I a foul. Like if I, I, draw a foul? Shot. I could draw a foul. I feel like my best bet is to, like, back into some kind of post and try to get some kind of hookup. But I don't think – I don't know how tall she is. I know I'm, like, 6'2". I, I don't know. Flex. At, yeah, I don't know what she's. Yeah, <laughs> ladies. Um, but I, I imagine she could probably still. You're gonna you're gonna try to post her up. Like that would be my go. I think so. You got a big body here, Drew. Drew, Drew for sure, has got a big body here. Well, no, that's not the point, Drew. Your post moves good enough. No, so they're not. You could put thing. it in the basket. So that's the thing. I'm pretty sure. Could I back her down into the post? Probably. Would I be able to get an effective shot up? I don't think so. Right, and you're in a it, bad position for the rebound. She snags it and then bombs and a triple. That's the thing. Like as soon as I lose possession, I know what's over for me. So <laughs> I don't, I don't. If you confident in yourself to put up a good post shot, maybe I, I don't have that faith. But in you. It, once I lose possession, she's gonna take me off the dribble every time and and just catch me flat footed. I played uh, pickup basketball uh, here at uh the the student um at the rec center and um it was the first time i'd probably played basketball since uh we were all um in greek life together and uh i i was so unbelievably winded uh by not even like the second or third possession in we were playing full court and i was watching these guys play the whole time the whole time i was watching uh, the people who looked like they were on the court when I first started watching were very, I presumably comfortably my skill level. And then as those people started to lose and go home and it eventually became my turn, they had become replaced with uh, people who were uh, much more talented and much better conditioned and much faster than I was. Um, so I, I, I think by the time we were probably down like seven to two, I was praying for death and was just saying leave me a half court or leave me back on defense like i'm i'm no use for anybody uh the yeah, way you pulled, you pulled the carmelo anthony out there that's commendable yeah i mean it's like i, if, played, uh, out, I played out here one time and i just got worked by this uh like 12 year old kid it was the single most embarrassing thing that's ever happened it was like dead ass 12 he wasn't like even big for a 12 year old he was just a 12 year old <laughs> and he just kept like doing step back threes on me i couldn't stop him so let's uh yeah so I think all this to say uh no. it, it's it's highly doubtful I don't um, think yeah so. we can't so no I'm not gonna overestimate my skills I played noon ball a lot in, in grad school and I was getting absolutely worked by like 75 year old men because they knew the fundamentals and like I was just like uh let's be a badger on defense and maybe put up a shot once in a while and no it doesn't work so I mean the same boat is Drew I think you know you try one shot and if it doesn't go in uh you lost yeah pretty much 
So so let's let's talk about Madison then, because uh, we we said we were going to hold off on her because um, we knew we were going to talk about her in the segment. Um, Madison was a, a standout for Corey and I. Um, I, I think to me, Madison kind of, I, Madison seems like someone that I've, I've met a couple times in my life. Like, I feel like I know a few people who fit into that Madison role, whether they were like, uh, great athletes, um, who just like growing up in the South, kind of like that, that family values thing and like family is like important to me. Um, I'm, I'm sure that's probably like. A, a sizable third, um, if not more, of the the University of Florida Greek life population. Um, but uh, it, what were what were y'all's opinions uh, of Madison? And we can um, kind of talk about more um, uh, specifically uh, that date uh, where she got the the one on one with Pete to be there for um, his uh, his parents' uh, vow uh, renewals. Yeah, I mean that was the worst date right like <laughs> that's, can you imagine like can you imagine that's a first date a yeah. first date he's also not, not even not with you about, for a lot of it because no, he's ordaining I'm not even the talking thing about you're meeting their parents for the first date you're meeting their entire extended family you're going to a wedding if like if this is real life and someone brings you on a first date like that you turn and you fucking run like i'm like the longest, granted, the longest relationship I've ever been in is like a s- respectable three months. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> two very different reactions. Unrelated to your that. point about the show, you just wanted to let us know. Yeah, I just wanted everyone to know that, uh, ladies. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think the only person that I have dated who has met my parents was my high school girlfriend. And we were dating for like, I think like a month and a half, two months before I like formally introduced them to my parents. And like, that's a much different dynamic. So like, I, Corey, to what you were saying is like, I cannot imagine taking anybody uh, to, to that level of like familial ceremony uh, as, as literal date number one. Um, it's like, also, hey, um, I just met you oh yesterday. God. You want to come to this bar mitzvah with me? <laughs> and this is crazy, but here's <laughs> my family. So, right. There was more of the uh, more of the uh, forced Cuban <laughs> when he was like, "Hey, uh, this is my aunt from Cuba." Looks into camera. I li- I think at that point I was legitimately surprised he didn't say "mitia," um, <laughs> like just to really get it across. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know this is like a different reality with the show in that, like, I, I, I guess because his family was already familiar with him being on The Bachelor for season one. And like, I, let's call it what it is. A lot of the show is staged um, or, or manufactured. Um, hopefully what? I'm not surprising anybody with those details. I, sorry, 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 Corey. Um, but like, but Santa's real, so. Yeah. I, <laughs> how couldn't he be, dude? Right. No right <laughs> yeah doesn't matter the chimneys are a product of a bygone era he just breaks down all the all the doors um but i, I all that to say like it, it just like there there's gotta be a line of like family is important to me but also i'm going to expose my family as much as it possible to this like literal testament to like the arrogance of man in the form of a <laughs> polyamorous dating show um and just like how how low have how far we have fallen that we call this uh 
TV entertainment. Um, Reality television, man. Yeah. When his whole family pulled up when he's like making out with her at the the, the concert. Yeah, like what is this going on? Like, okay, we get they his get two. Grandma so pulls two, up and right? he's just making out with her. There's two solo dates, right? One, oh, a nice little airplane ride. The other one is, hey, let's take you on this really nice candlelit date. Uh, how about a surprise country music concert? And oh shit, my entire family's here. Like, what? How is that Terrible. fair? That's how a is big that day. fair to Kelly? That's big not day fair for to sure. Kelly. No. Unbelievable. Kelly cheated, lest we forget. So I might she should have been ejected from that airplane. That's what she gets. That's why you got to have the uh, the intramural referees calling calling fouls <laughs> as I see them. Um, Tear up. She deserves it. It's a technical. It. Yeah. yeah. Right. Y'all got I mean, any uh, any final thoughts yeah. on Madison or any final thoughts I on do. the state? Matt, no, oh, wait, wait. My favorite. Oh. Sorry. What? Yeah, so go ahead, because yeah. everyone else has got a chance. Uh, Corey, explain why Madison is uh, is your choice. I, a lot of the same reasons that you said, Drew. Uh, I mean, she seems like a very genuine person. I, I like that a lot about her. Um, there's a really concerned look from JD, but you know what? That's okay. I think she's great. Um, if she's a baller, that's already a, a tick in, in a checkbox, like 45 for me. So, like, you know what? Like, someone that can do that, like, if her dad's a basketball coach, I could watch the game with him. I think that's cool as shit. So you know what? Like her she, dad is now the director of operations for Auburn basketball. Like he is on oh, Bruce sure. Pearl's staff. Right. So and I Bruce think that's Pearl's how they Jewish, got. So there we go. That's like, how I'm pretty sure that might have been where my confusion was, but that's definitely how they got into the gym to shoot that like photo op. That was super cool. Like yeah. I, I mean, I I don't see any negatives with her and for most of the girls i can see a negative so i mean like she's far and away my favorite do i hope she does i hope she wins maybe it's not the best television if she does but you know what i'd be happy for her. you gave me an idea for a new version of the bachelor where the contestant just like meets every contestant's dad instead and has to choose based on the dad uh that's parental control that was a show on mtv <laughs> it's like oh her dad's very high up in the Auburn Athletic Association. I'll do, you want, do you want to talk about that at all, uh, John? Do you want to talk about um, the whole uh, women wanting to date uh, men who are like their dads and just uh, where that fits into uh, yeah. 2020? And uh, Yeah, it was not great. I So, honestly, I feel pretty mid about Madison. I don't like love her or hate her. She's just kind of whatever. Uh, pretty middle of the table type type contestant, I think. But she did have like the most cringy, one of the most cringy statements of the entire three hour episode. With, I've always wanted to marry someone like my dad. <laughs> Sweet home Alabama intensifies. And like, <laughs> I, I think to me, as someone who has never lived out of like the the South, like I've seen that exact line on probably a thousand Tinder bios. Um, it, it, so like, it, it's definitely a comment that comes off weird, but is one that's just like. Oh, like that's like that that screams Alabama to me. Like that screams. <laughs> that's that just that screams growing up in like the the uh, either capital C or lowercase C conservative South and just like that that family war, value. War Eagle, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got we got War Eagle Madison and Roll Tide Hannah. Um, uh, uh, Drew Hannah single, Brown, by the Alabama way. Alabama fan. I just want to. Is she actually? Have we wait? Yeah, have actually. 
from Knoxville, Tennessee. And she's no in Hannah Ann, not Hannah Ann, Hannah Brown is apparently oh, an Alabama fan. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, someone had a great tweet that you can tell that Hannah Brown is a uh, Alabama fan because she is uh, still campaigning to have a ring despite not even being in the playoff. Um, <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. I wish I knew off the top of my head where I, I saw that from, but uh, shout out to your funny joke. Um, I was going to say, do you guys want to, it might be a little effort, but uh, find out the alma mater of every contestant and make predictions based on, you know. Oh, I definitely football. think that's a segment for, uh, that's, a segment for next that's, probably, that's a future fantasy suite. Um, the Bachelor so SEC is doing doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Find a girl that went to San Jose State. That's my pick. <laughs> go Trojans or whatever they are. <laughs> You pick San Jose over Arizona State. Um, I guarantee there's someone from Arizona State. You're gonna lock down Arizona State. Gotta be. That's a lock. Like, like statistically, there's got to be an Arizona State in here. Um, I mean, all right, 22. So she's 22. Is she even out of college if she's 22? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good point. I mean, and that would be another, I mean, we'll see what the data says, but I, I think that's an interesting breakdown to that. I think most people in the show are between the age of like 22 and like 28, 27. Yeah, 27 is uh-huh. the oldest I could remember. Yeah, and, it, that was really bad. Uh, I was talking about this with a coworker, and all on the Bachelorette season, all the guys are like super age variable range, right? So there's like 24-year-old guys and then there's like 35-year-old guys. But like for The Bachelor, all the girls are like between 22 and 27. Yeah. It's just a little weird. <laughs> hey, Pete, um, I have to leave our date early. I have an exam tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Bachelorette contestants be like, oh man, I have a high school quiz on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Algebra two got me stressing. <laughs> uh, all right, Pete, all right, can you help me with my homework, Pete? <laughs> I think oh, we can uh, officially move into uh, what we might be uh, looking forward to next week. What are some of our final thoughts are, and uh, what we're uh, what we're hoping to get out of week two? Um, yeah. week week two. I want to see more Victoria F. I said at the beginning, I want to see more of her. I think she she's fun. She has a good story. Um, I might be biased towards Virginia Beach, 757, shout out. But you know what? I, I want to see more of her. I, I liked her a lot. Yeah. I. Uh, uh, she needs some one-on-ones for sure. That's what I'm trying to see. I also want to see less crying, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't mind crying. It's just like it's so early, bro. Like It's the first round. Chill out. I think uh, what I'm personally looking forward in, in week two is kind of uh, – and, and hopefully this makes uh, – the the lore of the own podcast better going into uh, future weeks but a clarification on what we're getting out of uh hannah brown's involvement in uh this season uh seeing how the uh the end of that group date goes and then um whether or not hannah brown might be uh joining our cast and if we'll uh be talking more about her um in future weeks god i hope not I, I mean, against, I called it if it happens. Nothing against her, but come on. Let the other girls have a shot. I do. Uh, my personal prediction is I don't think we've seen the last of her, but I don't think she'll be joining the cast. You haven't the... seen the last of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you failed uh, me for the last time, <laughs> Pilot Pete. Um, uh, I love how you refer to him like he's again. Pete, Pete Buttigieg. He's not Mayor Pete. He's Pilot, Pilot Pete. No, he's Pilot Pete. <laughs> Pilot Pete. <laughs> Or Pistol Pete, whatever. That's, um, I feel like if your name's Pete you and you do something specific, like that that's just becomes your name. That whatever you do becomes a part right. of your name. 
Mayor yeah. Pete, Pilot Pete, Firefighter Pete, Pistol Pete. I don't know that Firefighter Pete's a real person. It just sounded good. Guarantee there's one somewhere. Shout out to I, you, Firefighter probably, Pete. I, yeah, I statistically Pete sounds like a very firefighter man name. Yeah, I imagine I would say mustache. one in five firefighters are named Pete. Yeah. Hey, All New right. York's finest. Well, uh, I think that's going to about do it for uh, us this week. Uh, we'll try to do better next week and in all future weeks. Yeah. I'm going to try to do worse. <laughs> uh, I guess I should have just spoke for myself. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, do definitely, it. Definitely good. Uh, watch we, uh, we, watch your burner accounts, folks. Uh, oh, we forgot <laughs> to be careful with oh, that. We're going to have to talk about that at least real quick. So we completely <laughs> forgot to bring up that Madison Fuck. has a burner account apparently on our Instagram. And I did have questions. I can't believe I forgot to put this in the show note. Um, we can edit this back in, uh, but we're not, we're not going to. But this will be no. Cool. <laughs> Just be the 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 post sign off. Uh, but Madison Madison has a burner account, and I sent both of y'all this photo of uh, the Bachelor. I believe it was either the Bachelor official account or some Bachelor fan account put in a photo of uh, Maddie Madison in a Pete's uh, dinner date, and. Um, Madison commented it on it and saying like, "Oh my God, Maddie! Like this is what, or this is what everything." I'm just gonna pull it. <laughs> have it. Um, oh, that's yeah. Uh, really, you're pulling a Kevin Durant on us, Madison. Beautiful like, date, Maddie. Good. You are so genuine and real. Um, and, and oh, that's I want to clarify. It's an ironic quote too. No. <laughs> What makes it even better is Maddie's account was the one that posted the photo. So, yeah. so Maddie posted the photo and then commented on it as a fan. Um, so it, 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 the joke that, oh, man, the, the time is so bad. I was going to say, uh, what else might uh, Kevin Durant and uh, Madison Pruitt have in common? Um, but uh, JD, as someone who owns multiple uh, social media accounts for all various memory, uh, tell us uh, – Tell us what it's like to accidentally comment on something uh, from the wrong account or just what uh, what all goes into your mental thought process before you post, how often you uh, double check the um, account you're on. So I would say I don't think I've ever really been caught slipping. I don't think it's really happened. Uh, and B, I don't put any mental process into anything I put out. <laughs> this is a social media manager? Yeah, but you say it probably it, will happen It too. could. It could. I'm like slimming down. I'm like I'm like burning down servers and shit. Like I'm destroying tapes. I'm I'm trying to like get rid of some of this this presence I have out here. You're Tom Brady cell phoning all your burner accounts. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Burn it all. Run those babies through the the magnet. <laughs> I'm gonna break this laptop after once we're done with this call. It's the only way to be safe. Um. I think the the closest that I've ever been caught to slipping is I definitely uploaded. Um, so I'm respons- responsible for monitoring our social media for work. Um, I don't normally add content to it, but uh, over summer when the students are gone, I do have to add content to it. And I added a full on post for an event we were having to my own personal social or er, Instagram, which is definitely the better bad thing that could happen to you at putting a work post on your private instagram is definitely better than putting a private post on your work instagram wouldn't y'all agree 100%. yeah 100%. I, I probably say almost similar situation but uh as you guys know but who and probably whoever's listening to this because honestly who's gonna listen to this uh know that i love making really shitty meme videos for fantasy football uh and I have accidentally posted those to my public Facebook page instead of our group Facebook page where the videos actually go. 
and that that gets weird real quick when yeah yeah, uh, stay safe out there kids make sure you know which social media you're commenting from check your burners all right y'all i think we've officially hit an hour so uh thank y'all for listening to our incoherent ramblings we'll be back next week we'll try to have uh next week's episode up a little earlier but we're still figuring out our schedule as far as uh when and where we'll be posting these um but we appreciate uh y'all's uh appreciate y'all tuning in and uh we'll uh we'll talk to you soon uh with future bachelor ramblings